You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm doing just great. It should be a national holiday. I say that in all seriousness. Uh, well, I know this is Alabama sports, and this is primarily a football broadcast, although we do cover all Alabama sports. I have insisted for many years that the opening day of Major League Baseball should be a national holiday because it's a national pastime. Most teams play during the day on opening day, and I think Little boys and girls should be out of school and uh, free to go to games uh, all over this great country. I'm the other way. I think we should go to school an extra six hours and go to work for an extra two hours just so nobody has to be subjected to Major League Baseball. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I strongly disagree. I do think it's funny. Um, Jimmy, uh, the breaking news of the day, which is Thursday, but this podcast you're hearing on Friday – is that um, uh, Roy Williams has retired from North Carolina, and immediately every Alabama fan I know got scared, sphincters tightening, um, because they're worried about Nate Oates going to North Carolina. I personally don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'd be a little bit shocked, but, you know, stranger things have happened. What say you? Uh, I'm not worried. My, my worry level about it is zero. Uh, I could hear something that would change that. Now, I – I say this, I mean, I think North Carolina is probably the best job in college basketball, probably. And see, I think fans automatically, when they think of the best jobs, they think of who wins. Who wins? And that that must be the best job. Well, I do think winning is a big part of the equation because whatever the best job is, there's obviously going to be a lot of opportunity to win because you're talking about a big spender. And see, I – I kind of judge what's the best job by money, you know, who pays the most. And, uh, but I think when you factor in uh, every factor, which would include winning, geography, what kind of school, what league are they in, do they spend the resources on facilities and coaching staffs and support staff, I, I think you have to factor all that in. And when you do, uh, I, I think North Carolina might be the best job in college basketball. So it would be, you know, difficult for Nate Oates or, or really anyone in basketball to turn away that opportunity. Um, a couple things. Number one, I think they're, 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 they'll, they famously stay in-house in the Dean Smith coaching tree. That's what they famously do. There are a handful of candidates, viable candidates that are in-house in terms of people that played or, or, or coached at North Carolina or have some connection to Dean Smith. Uh, and I think they'll hire off that list. If they don't and they open it up to just anybody, as much as I love Nate Oates and would say he's one of the great coaches in this country, I, I believe that. Um, I don't know that he would leave Villanova, but I'll tell you, I, I think Jay Wright would be an unbelievable hire there at North Carolina. And, Frankly, I think they ought to just back up the Brinks truck to Jay Wright's driveway and just keep moving the money until he can't say no. And that's what I think they should do. But I'm sure they won't listen to me. No one does. Not even you guys that are taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast listen to me. So they certainly the you. University of North Carolina is not. They mute you during the podcast. They do. <laughs> they do. 
They spite listen to you. They spite <laughs> mute you when they're spite listening. That's what they do. The ratings for our show is huge, but no one's listening. <laughs> it is it is a catch twenty two if there's ever been one. Um, but yeah, that's uh that I'll tell you Jay Wright's a good call. Um, I'm sort of the same way if if I were them. I mean, the thing about Oates, and I think Oates is is awesome. If I were North Carolina, my, my reservation would be um, he was teaching math six years ago or whatever it was, and now you're <laughs> right. going to put him in charge of one of the more powerful programs in basketball history. Um, but, you know, it's a new day and age, and Alabama took a chance. Columbus took a chance. Uh, so why not North Carolina take a chance? Um, but I, I, don't, I don't think he'd leave. I think that we would do everything we could do to keep him. Um, I think that if it was a money issue, I think we'd we'd probably make it right <clears throat> best best the way that we could. And um, you know, the other thing about coaching in Alabama, Nate Oates has already ingratiated himself to the point where it's gonna be hard to get people to be pissed off at Nate Oates, if you ask me. I mean, the the reasonable fan. I mean, we all we all have dipshit fans. And they're probably, you know, some of them were bitching that we lost UCLA instead of looking at the big picture. But um the real fans are gonna be like, um, Nate Oates can screw up a lot. You know, it's like dating Cindy Crawford. She's going to have to cheat on me several times before I say, okay, enough's enough. Um, but anyway, uh, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to get that bet in. If You you probably can bet on who North Carolina's next coach will be. That's how quick and real-time betonline.ag is. I'm not guaranteeing that, but they have stuff like that on there. Very interesting site. Go check them out, betonline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On. get a 50% welcome bonus. That's huge. If you're not good with math like Nate Oates is, then let me tell you, you put in 100 bucks, you get to play with 150 That's pretty damn cool. It's free cash money. Go check out betonline.ag. You can bet on the Final Four, obviously. You can bet on odds to win the national championship in football, basketball, Super Bowl, MLB, whatever. And the MLB's back now, as Jimmy has told you. I'm not a fan, but Jimmy is. And so Jimmy's probably going to take the Blue Jays minus 260 over the Rays or some crap like that. But you can do that at betonline.eg. Bet on whatever you want to. It's easy to pay in. It's even easier to get paid. Betonline.ag, promo code locked on for that 50% welcome bonus. Jimmy, we got a um <clears throat> got a scrimmage coming up today. Uh, well, Friday. Um, and what do you expect? Well, I don't know because there's such an information blackout, but I can guess um, based on previous scrimmages and, and what, what often happens at these things, you know, I think there'll be a lot of actual experimentation, meaning that I, I think some kids are very likely to play more than one position in, inside the scrimmage. I mean, you know, I, and by more than one position, I'm referring to more like left and right. I, I don't. I don't mean that Jalen Moody's going to play, you know, inside linebacker one series and then, then guard on the next. I, I just mean you know he's going to play left. He's going to play right. The safeties will play left and right. I mean, I I think there'll be a lot of moving around. I think the defense is going to probably win the day, um, just simply because they return the most experience, and the offensive line is sort of a mess. I worry – here's my big worry for the spring. We don't have the five offensive linemen that will be starting the Miami game all out there uh, in, in one unit. So I'm going to worry that 
that unit isn't going to have a whole lot of time to build chemistry together working as five guys. I mean, it's really a makeshift thing, partly because we believe that true freshmen will eventually win a starting spot on that offensive line and then throw in the injuries to Emil Ekior and Pierce Quick in particular. And uh, and now you've got, you know, what, what amounts to really a makeshift offensive line. And uh, with the defense returning what amounts to eight starters uh, and, and even some of the depth having experience. I mean, look, I mean, we got four, four safety, four safeties that have started games in terms of branch, Helms, right, battle. So, you know, even the quote second team defensive backfield is, is pretty good, especially at safety. So, I, I I think, and, and we know outside linebackers really deep. The defensive line is really deep. So even the second team defense is going to give the first team offense some problems. So what I'm expecting is sort of a low scoring, not a lot of huge offense, and uh, and some individuals maybe to stand out. It's just curious. I'm gonna, I'm going to try to talk to people you know who are there if possible, to get some feedback in terms of what happened. But but I'm not expecting a lot of information to get out. I, I can tell you what I hope happens in terms of a headline I would like to see Friday evening or, or at least hear whispers of, and, and that's a dominant performance by Bryce Young. That would give me a great deal of hope. I mean, I'm still convinced Bryce is going to be a really good player, and, and regardless of what happens tomorrow, I believe Bryce is going to be a really good player. But if Bryce is great quickly, then it will be pretty easy to get excited about this football team. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. That's what's going to be fun. Even my father, who does not keep up with he Alabama fan, but doesn't do like we do, um, he said, man, I've, somebody's been telling me about this Bryce Young cat. I'm like, how do, you, how do you know anything about him? He said, I don't know. He's supposed to be awesome. Is he is – he, really big and i said no he's he's pretty small he said oh he said okay well um all right well is he good <laughs> i was like yeah he's great but you know his name that's that's blowing my mind that tells you that bryce young whispers are already circulating through old man camps which is a, a positive to me but um i think that's <laughs> um that's funny let me tell, let me tell everybody about built bar builtbar.com go check them out Covered in chocolate, absolutely delicious. Uh, they're doing their built bar uh, bracket challenge right now, where you just like which built bar is best. Go check them out on Twitter. Uh, just all you gotta do is search for built bar. Use the promo code locked on 20 for 20% off that order at builtbar.com, by the way. Jimmy and I love them. I had one today, absolutely delicious. Really, just I mean, we I had one of the puffs today and it was fantastic. I mean, it's like a marshmallowy type thing, but not marshmallow. Oh, my God, it was so good. Uh, Built Bar's got all these flavors you want. They're all covered in chocolate. Good for a keto diet, which is amazing, and good to maintain or to lose weight. That's the other thing that's key. Because a lot of times, you know, if you've ever been on a keto diet like I have, man, you want something sweet so bad. I got the worst sweet tooth. So it's really hard for me to go on these keto diets without just, you know, injecting sweet and low into my veins. Built Bar can help you with that. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off that order. You will thank Jimmy and me later on because we are leading you down the correct path at BuiltBar.com. All right, Jimmy. Um, <clears throat> so we'll, we'll talk more about the scrimmage, obviously. 
uh, in next week's podcast. One thing that um, we talked about, and I don't want to dive all the way into this because <clears throat> I think it's worthy of, a, of an entire uh, an entire podcast about the top 20, 23 guys 24-7 came out with. And what's interesting, and I'm just going to give some highlights because we will break this down a little further later on. But I thought what was interesting is, is it Lebius Overton? That's, uh, I know, uh, I put it this way. I, I happen to know for a fact his real life nickname. His nickname is LT. And uh, I think we should damn sure stick with that. LT Overton. Okay. LT, LT. Overton. Now, now, he's the consensus number one prospect, it seems like. Um, yep. He's got one crystal ball to Oklahoma, and so, I mean, he's technically crystal ball to Oklahoma, but he apparently grew up an Alabama fan, and I think he's originally from Alabama, is he not? I believe uh, uh, he may have even been born in Tuscaloosa. What it is yeah. is both of his parents are in university administration. His father is, is the actual athletic director at Kennesaw State. Now, this kid's not signing with Kennesaw State to play you know, FCS football or whatever they play over there. But yeah, the dad's the athletic director at Kennesaw State. Mom is also works for Kennesaw State in some capacity, I believe. But the, the, his parents are lifetime university administrators, heavily involved in athletics. And Alabama is one place that his, par- his parents actually went to school at Alabama, if I remember right. They actually went to school right. there and uh, are graduates. However, and since they've worked at multiple universities, I wouldn't necessarily say that Alabama has an overriding. And I, I, I know both parents went to Alabama, but when, when they've worked for multiple places, including Texas A&M, um, and, and they're in Georgia and have connections to Georgia. In fact, of all Alabama coaches, the one apparently he's closest to is Scott Cochran, you know, who works at Georgia. So I, I think if anything, I would say Alabama has a small edge for LT in terms of where is he likely to end up. If I had to bet today, I would bet on Alabama, but this is not one of those coronations or a lock. He, he's, he's heavily recruited. He's going to go to all these visits and all these places, and I would bet on Alabama, but if somebody said the field or Alabama, I would take the field. Uh, that's how – I'm not convinced okay. it's Alabama just yet. So his favorite coach is Scott Cochran. I mean, what does he have against ACLs? <laughs> um, he doesn't uh, need but, him. That's how good he is. <laughs> uh, then, and again, I'm just going to give some highlights here. And by the way, he does have just one crystal ball to Oklahoma from the Oklahoma insider who his uh, track record, he's 10 of 24 for 41%, which as far as crystal ball goes, that's weatherman material. Um, <laughs> but uh, Peter Woods from Thompson is number two. We talked about Thompson having three five-stars on defense alone. Peter Woods is a man among men, there's no doubt. Arch Manning is number three. Alabama has certainly been linked with him as well. Do I think he ends up at Alabama? Probably not, but a lot of people are feeling good about that. Uh, he's a QB country. And I'm not going to utilize the five QB country to, to help predictions. And really, I, I've never met the Mannings or Arch Manning. I've never, frankly, on, on all the days it's worked out. I, I just haven't even been there. So I've never seen the kid or, or, or even met his folks or anything like that. Well, I guess I met Archie Manning years ago. <laughs> but uh, I do think Alabama is a major factor 
I think Alabama is a major factor. Anybody that, that, that thinks that the Mannings hate Alabama and Arch isn't going to consider Alabama, and they hate Alabama. Th those people do not know what they're talking about at all. That, that's 100% untrue. Uh, I think Alabama is a major factor. I think he is going to pick a place where he and his family believe that will develop him into the best quarterback possible. They could care less about the school colors or what the cheer is or the fan base or whether they're going to be in the playoffs next season. They care about one thing, uh, rightfully so, and that's who's going to help Arch uh, mature into the best quarterback he can possibly be. Uh, that's that's what they're doing. So, of course, Alabama is strongly in the mix, um, but we'll see. And then uh, Tony Mitchell at number eleven, also from Thompson. <clears throat> Excuse Probably me, and Alabama. Then, yeah, and James Probably Smith Alabama. from Carver Montgomery, number six player in the country. Uh, that's a that's dude. Nuts. Yeah, no, he is. Well, it's crazy. It looks kind of, here's what stands out to me about the whole list. And I know we won't talk about the whole list today, but it appears to be one of the great years in, in Alabama history in terms of the in-state group. This is an historically great group where there will be more five stars and more almost five stars from the state of Alabama than, than ever before in the history of the star system and probably in, in the history of history. It's a, just an historically great year. But what's really, really weird about it is if, if, if you ask me, say, Jimmy, uh, what, what, what will it look like when Alabama has its all-time year in state? What will it look like? I would tell you that it would look like this, that there would be multiple big deal in-state quarterbacks at once and Mobile would be loaded. And in this instance, at this juncture, 2023, which does look like potentially the greatest year in the history of in-state prospects, neither one of those things is true. It's not a year loaded with in-state quarterbacks at all. And they're in a single kid from Mobile in the top 250 nationally, and probably deservedly so. Uh, there, it's, it's, it's a pretty barren year. I would say as of today, now there's a lot of time for kids to develop and they will, but uh, in terms of national elite prospects, I wouldn't say there's a single one in the Mobile area. And, and in years like 1991 and 2008, those, those two years in particular, when the state of Alabama was loaded off the top of my head, I would tell you those are the two best in-state years ever, 91 and 08, there were quarterbacks, and there were a lot of kids from Mobile. So, so it's, weird. it's weird to me as someone that really studies this stuff. It is a little bizarre, and you're right. I think most people would say that. I mean, Mobile is the uh, – that is the cat's meow when it comes to cradle of football in the state of Alabama. So, yeah, it's – Well, I mean, just population-wise, <laughs> in terms of what makes the most sense in the world, is that most of the prospects in Alabama would come from the Birmingham area, and the Correct. second most would come from Mobile. And Correct. I think history proves that that is that that's true. What's weird is that I think Birmingham, the Birmingham area sort of pretty consistently produces a certain number of prospects each year and Mobile tends to produce a shit ton or zero. <laughs> it's just very odd that way. Uh, I talked to years ago, I talked to an Alabama coach that was recruiting Mobile and it was his first year recruiting Mobile and, uh, 
I said, I've been following forever. He's like, tell me about it. And I, I told him the exact same thing I just said here. I mean, mobiles, boomer bus, it's the craziest thing ever. We're either going to have eight guys down here that Alabama's going to want or zero. And that, that it, it's not a consistent two or three a year like you would think. It's like a bunch or nothing. And he's like, well, you do follow it. He's like, because I, I had a GA put together a report of all the Division One signees out of Mobile for the past 25 years. He goes, that's exactly right. It's exactly what stood out. It's like, wow, there's a lot or zero. Yeah. Um, Can't explain Jimmy, it. Jimmy, so what we're going to do is <clears throat> cut it short right here, and then we're going to get into this top 20 23 class from 24-7. That's a lot of 20s in there. Uh, next week. And we will also recap the scrimmage, maybe talk some Final Four talk, and maybe talk about Nate Oates not leaving Alabama. That would be another positive. So um, We got to get this Betty Ako dude. Yeah, we're supposed to. I hope we do. And Namari uh, Burnett, Burnett is supposed to commit a week from today. Uh, so hopefully we get him too. But, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, look, basketball is so weird right now, this transfer portal. With Roy Williams, I kind of figured – some of these older dudes like Lon Kruger and Roy Williams are like, you know, between the portal and the national letter of intent and the the every, NCAA getting hammered every day by some media member and people that jumping down. Court. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably like they're probably like, I don't need this shit. I've made several millions of dollars. I can. The sport is about to undergo its biggest change in the history in the in the history of college sports. It's about to undergo its biggest change. We, we, we're we're clearly heading toward me and you can stop bitching about it all us old timers we can stop bitching about the good old days we, we have two choices we can either stop enjoying college sports altogether or embrace the change it, it, it's one of yeah. those two because it, it's about to change dramatically and all of these people that have literally begged for the complete professionalization of big time college sports, you're getting what you want. And That's right. I pray, pray that, that it will go well because it, it scares the hell out of me. Not because of my own self-interest or Alabama's self-interest or Alabama's athletic department self-interest. My worry is the same. It should be the same as everyone else. And that's for the players. I, I want what's best for the players, but I'll tell you what, if, if ultimately what happens is these kids are paid salaries instead of scholarships, so now over half of the football players that play college football right now are no longer enrolled in universities, I think it's a disgrace. Uh, I think it's sad, sad, because this education that everyone seems to shit on as, as, and these scholarships is no big deal and, and not real payment. Let's see what happens when all of these kids don't have college degrees because they're not expanding the NFL to 64 teams. They're not expanding the NBA to 60 teams. There won't be more professional jobs, high-paying professional jobs. There'll just be a lot of kids without college degrees. That, that's what we're going to have. Jimmy, always leaving you on an upbeat note. Um, <laughs> well, I feel so, kind of right. strongly about this. All right, buddy. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.